1: Here on the fan, 680 and 93.7 Man, I hope your Thursday's off to a great start Another gorgeous day here in Metro Atlanta We've got the gang all here, Road Dogs on the road Got DT and Sean Nerney in the house, ready to get to work How about that locker room show, huh? Those guys, man, talk about a bunch of characters No free breakfast today, Nerney So I guess everybody was on time for the locker room show today Hopefully you got something to eat on the way in. I didn't have breakfast, though. I missed out. So if you hear something, it's my stomach growling.
2: Yeah, I'm right there with you. We had a a bit of a uh, a mild emergency at the house this morning. I had to search. Uh, We were out of diapers uh, for the 13-month-old. So I had to search the entire house. I found a couple of them. I was running a little bit late. Had to stop. Got a a gas station apple danish.
1: Yeah, I couldn't find the honey buns in our pantry. I wonder where those went. Brett probably ate him. What do you say we get to work? Bucks, Big. Take. All right, today a little heads up on following our world champion Braves over the weekend. Tomorrow night, game one against the Padres on the TV side will be on Apple TV. Now, what you need to do is launch the Apple TV app or tap on the Apple TV Plus game to be redirected or go to tv.apple.com and log in and create an Apple ID. You got that? And then on Sunday's games on Peacock, where you can live stream, you can do that from the MLB TV app or tap Peacock and be redirected to the Peacock app or you can launch the Peacock app. You got that? I didn't think so. Yeah, be careful with that one. So <laughs> so how about this, all right? You can just listen to Braves baseball all weekend, all season, on the 680 The Fan app. Awesome. Click and listen. Anywhere, crystal clear, no hassles. Fan app is driven by our friends at Beaver Toyota of coming. So I think a lot of the, uh, you know, young Braves fans won't have a problem tracking the Braves tomorrow night or Sunday. I think some of the uh, other fans might have some trouble. I can just already imagine what's going to happen tomorrow night where a large contingent of the Braves fans will say, "Okay, uh, it's not on valleys. What's going on? Where do we find the Braves game? Then they start scrambling. Okay, where do we go? Uh, Oh, so on Apple TV, how do you get that? How do you get to Apple TV? Where the hell's the Scherzer game? (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, launch the Apple TV app or tap on the Apple TV Plus game to be redirected or go to TVApple.com, log in, and create an Apple ID. So I brought this up. I was dropping my uh, two boys off at high school this morning and uh, asked them about this, and and Rhett said, Dad, you don't want to do that. You don't want to get these things. I mean... What, you're going to get these apps just for one game? It seems like a waste. And I said, no, I'm just going to tap our app, 680 the fan app, and uh, listen to the games. And uh, I would advise some of you over 30 Braves fans to probably do the same thing Friday and Sunday. All right, I want to talk a little Georgia football here on the show today, and we're going to do it, man. I uh, was, was talking to a Bulldog fan, former Bulldog player, and I had a conversation a couple days ago, and he was asking about Kendall Milton. And wondering, said, Buck, is it Milton's time to shine? The Georgia running back, five-star dude, who has gotten a little bit of playing time as a freshman and as a sophomore. Dinged up his knee. I believe it happened like both seasons. A knee strain of the MCL, nothing really that serious, but it kept him out a little bit with Zeus and Cook, and some of these other running backs on the roster. You know, his playing time was limited. So people have seen Kendall Milton run the football, but they hadn't seen it a lot. And people are wondering, okay, is this the year where Kendall Milton's going to break out. Is this the year that Milton, is it his time to shine? Or is he going to flame out? He's always hurt, is what I've heard already with some of the critics out there. Yeah, that Milton, dude, he's always hurt. Negative, negative, negative. You know, I pulled up some video and watched the playing time that he got as a freshman and as a sophomore, and, You know, I'm really impressed with his ability to run inside the hashes. I mean, here's a really tough physical runner, sort of a one cut and then go accelerate up in there. Tough to tackle talking about a lot of yards uh, after contact. You better wrap up on this dude or he's going to run your butt over. You see him really thriving with the inside zone play. And uh, this guy gets physical. He gets downhill in a hurry. A lot to like about what he brings to the table. Last year, uh, the Bulldogs were fifty per, 57% run in the offense, run-pass ratio, 57-43. 57% run. Milton, so far, is averaging five yards a carry. Played in 15 games in two seasons. So he's got... He's had an opportunity to taste it, what it's all about in the SEC, to review the video and and see maybe the cuts that he made and, and improvements that he can make. He is primed. He's had a good spring football practice, looked good in G-Day. And so what's left to do for Kendall Milton is to show up during the summer, get the work in, Go to summer camp leading into the season. Claim his spot as the featured running back in this Georgia offense and get ready for an opener against Oregon here at MBS. Be the featured running back in this Georgia offense. And if you're the featured running back in this offense, you're going to be getting 10 to 15, maybe occasionally 20 carries in a game. So he's got a chance here to break out and have a 1,000-yard season. Zamir got 160 carries last season over the 15 games. And he had 10 to 18 carries in eight of the 15 games. So this is what Milton's trying to earn. Zeus's spot, where you get 10 to 15 carries, and you've got a shot at maybe having a 1,000-yard season. Kenny McIntosh is another that is probably thinking these same things. He's got a chance to be the featured running back in this Bulldog offense in the upcoming season. Now, Kirby was playing golf over in Birmingham, the senior champions tour over in Birmingham, playing uh, the first major of the year for them. What's up, Buck? And Kirby was there to uh, play a little golf, play with Marco Mira yesterday, and Kirby found time to be on that jock station over in Birmingham, and he was talking about the high hopes he has for the offense this upcoming season. We want to be explosive and we were last year. You know, people people have this, mis- everybody talks about the defense that got overshadowed, that we were top 10 in explosive passes. Um, a lot better than a lot of a lot of teams in the country at throwing the ball down the field. Uh, we did that with very effective because we were able to run the ball. So we have to continue to do that. We've got some tight ends
3: we've got to utilize. We've got three or four wideouts that are really good players and we think we've got some really good young backs that are
1: going to help us. So with Stetson coming back and uh, the other quarterbacks we have competing. I'm excited to see what we can do offensively. Yeah, and I hope, Kirby, you're going to lead with that offense and let Stetson Bennett, the mailman who has learned this offense, he knows it like the back of his hand. You can go up-tempo. You can go fast. You can have Stetson at the line of scrimmage calling out the plays. You can be throwing it 30 to 40 times a game and still get a guy like Kendall Milton 15 carries. Milton McIntosh, they call him KM Squared over in Athens. And then don't forget about Dajan Edwards, too, who's a tough physical runner and should be in the trio of guys that are in and out of the game for the Georgia offense in the upcoming season. Milton, though, has waited. He has worked. And now he's looking for the time to run with this opportunity. Hey, coming up later in the show, I'm actually in the top five today. I'm going to rank the top five running backs in the SEC. And Nerney, you know who number one is on the list, brother. Let's get to the Buck show headline. And I want to uh, alert you that Bucks Beat Podcast, episode 60, dropped yesterday. Say Braves deep dive into the struggles offensively as we got this season started. Plus, Braves broadcaster Chip Carey joins me to break it down. And I asked Chip to reveal the Carey family secret to success in the broadcasting business. What's been the, the family secret for the Careys?
3: Uh, I think it's just have fun and just be honest with the audience. I think that's really important. You know, if if things are going well, it's easy to say they're going well. Uh, When things are going badly, I think you have to be honest about that so the audience has your respect and understands the difference when things are going well. Uh, You know, you can't lie to them and all that stuff, and we try to couch things in as friendly a way as we can for the Braves and the audience to soften the blow, but, you know, you can't cover up a 10-game losing streak, and it's easy to talk about a 10-game winning streak, so enjoy those great moments. Enjoy being at the ballpark we talked about before the interview and, uh, uh, understand that it's a, a great joy to talk about baseball and, and entertain and inform people. So that's it. Have fun and tell the truth. And I think that'll carry you a long way, not just in a broadcast booth, but in life in general.
1: Yeah. Chip and uh, Frenchie are doing a good job, really good chemistry together. Enjoy the call there. Uh, We've got a wide array of podcasts with our incredible personalities here at 680 The Fan. You can find that at thepodcastpark.com. That's brought to you by Associated Credit Union. From Braves to Dogs to the Falcons to beer to beer. Hey, man, we've got you covered. Uh, check it out at thepodcastpark.com. Brought to you by Associated Credit Union. And check out Buck's Beat at Braves Deep Dive this week with Chip Carey. And... Uh, Hope you enjoy that. All right, coming back on the other side, man, we're talking about the big Falcons schedule release coming up at 8 o'clock tonight. Am I the only one excited about this? In most of these big cities around the country, this is the number one story in these big markets is what is the schedule going to look like for our NFL football team? It's crickets here in Atlanta. Glad you're with us today. Live from the Battery Atlanta, 680 The Fan Studios, it's the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and
0: 93.7. Got the Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.
4: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
1: 93.7, you know the deal, home of the world champion Braves. Dive into the Braves here coming up in just a moment. Nice win last night, that was a feel-good. We're also the sports talk home of the national champion Georgia Bulldogs. I'm going to rate out the college football top five running backs, the SEC top five running backs, coming up a little later in the show. Right now, though, I want to talk about the Falcons. Was going to do that uh, fan app read, but we just did that. So I'll get back to that a little later. Right now, I want to talk about the Falcons. We've got the big schedule release coming up at 8 p.m. tonight. Now, we know who we're going to play. We just don't know the sequence. And so if you're one of those people, like Kincaid, who is just obsessed with their schedule, so they can plan out the schedule like 12 months in advance, well, then you're waiting tonight on the schedule release. So you can see what you're going to do on that Sunday at 1 o'clock. That's typically where the Falcons are going to play Sundays at 1 o'clock. Because we're so lousy during this rebuild we're in. We get one primetime game, and that probably won't be fun. So, look, here's some of the teams the Falcons are going to be playing. We're going to be playing the Chicago Bears. And we'll watch Justin Fields play quarterback, a quarterback we passed on in the draft.
2: Are we doing win-lose uh, on these uh because it's a, it's a, it could be a win.
1: Yeah, and we'll L. get to see uh, the quarterback we passed on, Justin Fields, and see where he's at. We ended up with a guy from Cincinnati. Uh, we'll get to see Nick Chubb playing with the Cleveland Browns. Now we passed on Chubb. That's an L. Yeah, we, we passed on Chubb in the draft. We didn't like him. We'll play the Bengals and Joe Burrow. He's a championship quarterback. Took him to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it will probably be an L. Uh, We didn't pass on him. We didn't have a chance to get Joe. Uh, We'll play the Chargers, and that that quarterback they have, uh, DT, remember we did that NFL Top 5 a month or two ago, and you were asking what quarterback I would take if I had a choice of all the quarterbacks in the league. Who would I take? It would be Justin Herbert. Tough, tough to argue with that. He's got all the tools, and they've been winning more games since he's been and there. And he's going to get nothing but better from this point forward. Love it. We'll play the Rams so and Georgia, former Georgia quarterback Matthew Stafford coming off that Super Bowl victory. Another L. <laughs> hey, we got the Steelers. We'll see Kenny Pickett and former Georgia receiver George Pickens. I believe the Falcons passed on both those guys. The dub for the Falcons? No, probably not. <laughs> I start, you know, growing up in South Georgia, I, uh, you know, I got like for Christmas as an eight-year-old, I got one of those Hutch NFL Falcons uniforms. Still have the photograph at home of me putting on the uniform. It was the road uniform. It was all uh, white pants, white jersey, black, uh, red helmet. Still got that photograph at home. And I really, though, started passionately following my team, the Atlanta Falcons, I guess around middle school, high school, is when I really got into following our team, the Falcons. And, look, See, I, got, I got used to losing. You've got 50 years of research, as you like to say. Man, I'm this. telling you, freshman year in high school, we went 3-11. and 11. The Falcons did, not us. We went 3-7. and seven. Sophomore year, Falcons went four and ten. Four and ten the next year, my junior year. And then we had the high water mark in 77. We went seven and seven, brother. So you add it up. 18 and 38 is what we were when I passionately started closely following my Atlanta Falcons. 18 and 38. Is it possible you jinxed us? Or could it be uh, Van Brocklin and Marion Campbell and Lehman Bennett just sort of dropped the ball? Or maybe it wasn't their fault. It was the front office that was wreaking havoc on the head coaches through the years. I do know this the research, and I've done the research, has shown me that the Falcons, during their 55 years of existence, have had a losing record. 70% of the time, 70% of the time. And as I look at the teams, the Falcons will play this season. I've got a 4-13 and 13 season coming up for us. So I'm very familiar with my team, the Atlanta Falcons, having a miserable season. 4-13 and 13 is what I'm looking at in the upcoming season, in our rebuild. That's the way I see it. And I would give that season an F. I give the Falcons an F. Hey, let's chop it up, man. Got a victory to it's talk about. To talk Braves. Let's chop it up. Presented by
3: Haug Law Group, your local personal injury attorneys. HaugLawGroup.com.
1: Yeah, good to win last night, man. We had Ian Anderson. He's saying it was the best best game he's thrown this year. Went into the sixth inning. Had a little bump in the road early. Settled in and pitched really well. Bullpen was lights out. 3.2 scoreless innings. Three and two-thirds scoreless innings out of the bullpen. McHugh, Mentor, Smith, and Jansen looking great last night. Then the hero... Orlando Arcea, baby. Three
3: runs on seven hits for both teams. And the 2-0 pitch swung on and a fly ball to deep left field. Back there towards the wall. Take us to the house, big fella. Orlando Arcea with a walk. have beaten the red sox it's great i mean because he's you know he hadn't been playing a lot started off the year getting a few at bats <clears throat> he hadn't lost his enthusiasm he's working you know the energy and and everything he's a good player and he's had some good of being, got a hit off closer for the mets the other day in a pinch hit role. but it's i'm happy for him
1: yeah rc uh three for four is the dh last night three for four gosh doesn't that get him back in the lineup tomorrow take You call it, Ben. Yeah, doesn't that get you back in the lineup? No, no, no. That that isn't. I mean, William Contreras is raking. He can barely get in the lineup. Let's hear from Anderson after the game, talking about his performance.
2: I feel like that was one of my better games. Ball was coming out better in the first inning. You know, it's a good
1: team. Made a couple of mistakes, but I think I could build off that one more so than even the last few. You know, I feel like I, the results were fine in the last couple, but I think today just the stuff, delivery, all that was a lot better. So I'm excited. I feel like I'm in a good spot going forward. Yeah, good job, Ian. Need all we can get out of those starts like that last night. Off the field, you see the Braves won their arbitration case with Austin Riley. He was asking for $4.2 million this season. And he ends up getting 3.95. And I would say, Austin Riley, uh, just keep doing what you're doing, man. Don't sweat it. I wouldn't look at this as a loss because you're making finally a major league salary. I mean, up until now, he's been making the major league minimum. There's a rookie, $411,000 he got paid. Then we had that COVID year. So he's supposed to make 420, but, you know, playing only half the year. You know, the salary was cut in half, made $210,000. A year ago, World Series year, where he really broke out and became one of the bright young stars in Major League Baseball. He was making the minimum, $590,000. So he's jumping up to $3.95 million. And with some of the... Uh, Some of the uh, endorsements that he's gotten, Austin Riley's bringing in $4 million this year. Keep doing what you're doing, kid. As soon as this arbitration thing runs out in about 20 years, you'll be able to sign a big multi-year contract. I think I could live here in Atlanta on $4 million a year. So I don't count that as an L Asking 4-2, he gets 395. And there you go, that's us chopping it up for you here on the Buck Balou Show.
3: Take us to the house, big fella.
1: Great call, Ben. I really enjoyed that one. We've got two tickets to the Braves Padres Game Two, which is Saturday afternoon, 405. And we want to reward you for putting up with me and listening to the Buck Belue show here on 680 The Fan, Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. We've got two tickets. We'll give them away right now, 404-231-1680, the number. DT, hook somebody up, baby. Let's send them to Truist Park on Saturday. 404-231-1680, the number. And if they want to come on the show, you get them lined up, we'll get them right on. In the meantime, got a college football nugget. Mmm,
3: tasty. Time for the college football nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All
1: right, I was reading the Knoxville News Sentinel last night. And an article by Adam Sparks. And he was talking about the Tennessee quarterback, Hendon Hooker. Who are the hookers? And I've got Hendon Hooker as the number two rated quarterback in the SEC coming into the season. you got Bryce Young, number one. Hendon Hooker, number two. I've got Stetson Bennett, number three. And do you know what they've been trying to teach Hendon Hooker? Coach Heupel during the offseason? They've been teaching, trying to teach him to slide believe it or not. Because Hooker ran the ball last season 166 times. He's a dual threat guy. He can hurt you with his legs. Ran it 166 times. And Nerdy, you want to guess at how many times he slid running 166 times? Uh, let's see, three. Zero. Oh because hooker and you're going to respect this Nernie, being a former lineman he says that this goes against his competitive code and if you're wondering what the competitive code is in football for the quarterback well it's to earn the respect of your teammates and i remember coming to terms with this that there's not a a teammate on your football team that wants you to go out and play like you have a dress on. Can I still say that? I don't think so. They want you to be tough. And a lot of these quarterbacks, man, they get a reputation. Look, he's soft. That is the worst reputation to have as a quarterback. So the football code is this, you know, try to get what you can get, man. Don't be sliding like some sissy. Can I say that? Nope. So just be tough. I can say that. But you've got to consider where the team's coming from also. And this is what Heifel's trying to teach Hooker is, look, the team is relying on you. They're expecting you to play four quarters of football. And so that means We need you to eliminate and avoid the cheap shots. And let me tell you, these linebackers, defensive linemen, mean. They're looking to take your head off. So even though it's against Hooker's competitive code, look for him to get down this season. You think they're going to talk about the Hooker section? Look for him to slide a little bit probably the easiest thing to do when you're scrambling outside the numbers is just run out of bounds. He did do that 11 times last season. He gained over 800 yards rushing, not counting sacks. So there's your nugget today. Hendon Hooker, the competitive code, trying to teach him how to slide to protect himself. It's quite a, uh, you know, it's a difficult balance there. You want to play tough like your teammates want you to play as the quarterback, but you need to be in there four quarters a game. You don't need to take that shot, Go leave the game, and now you got your backup coming in there. All right, uh, we've got the, as I mentioned yesterday on the Bulldog Roundtable, I was talking about how the, for the first time, and this might be the I might be the only dude And the Atlanta radio market that is talking about the SEC track and field championships, which get underway today in Oxford at Ole Miss. And I was talking about the Georgia sprinter, Matthew Bowling, who yesterday was named the 2022 SEC Outdoor Men's Track and Field Student Athlete of the Year. Basically, the player of the year in SEC track and field. One of two people ever to run a sub-10 hundred meter, a sub-2200 meter, and have a long jump over 8.25 meters. The uh, the other that has done that, Carl Lewis. Pretty good company there. Matthew Bowling is keeping. Anyway, talked about him yesterday. You'll hear from him today in the Bulldog Roundtable. He joined us on the Hobson & Hobson Newsmaker line
3: is proud to be the official sports talk station of the Dogs, and it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25-20, first night like 15-10, five, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Howe Glover, Georgia Pack and Load, AAA, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM.
1: Me now on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line, Georgia track star Matthew Bowling getting ready for the SCC Track and Field Championships in Oxford. We appreciate the time, Matt. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's a big week. You've had this circled on the calendar for a long time, I would imagine.
2: Yeah, I've been on the calendar for the last year. I've been, been gearing up for a while. Um, as outdoors, so it's really exciting, and this is really what we've been working towards
1: since August. How about the Bulldog team looking to jump on that podium this year?
2: Of course, yeah, we're looking good. We got um, Kyle Garland. He just got back from his um, trials. He made the world team. Um, he won't be here at SEC's because he, he just finished earlier in the week, but he's going to be joining us at, uh, at Nationals to try to get a title.
1: So you've had a breakout year this year, sub-10, 100 meters, sub twenty, two hundred 200 meter long jump. Uh, top five in the world as i understand it Uh, only carl lewis has done that man that's rare air
2: yeah it's it's cool to um to see that i've been doing the 100 200 long jump all these events since since middle school so uh, it's really a dream come true to be able to to hit hit some of these marks and really it's just the the beginning for me
1: what's been the key for you this year has it uh, been a better plan, uh, the workout, uh, just working hard. What do you put your finger on?
2: Yeah, I just go to practice every day and work hard, trust myself, trust my training, trust my coach. Um, coach Carroll uh, has been a great mentor to me, a great coach, and um, taught me a lot of things and um, really helped my sprinting game. And uh, Coach Thomas, um, we were able to do a lot in long jump this year. Um, I ended up PRing by like a foot. So, um, just trusting my coaches and going out and competing. Right.
1: What's, what's an SEC meet like? Is, is it a grind? I mean, you got two events on Friday, two on Saturday with the four <laughs> by 400. How's that work out for you? Is that set up well?
2: Yeah, it's, it's pretty well. I actually got a prelim tomorrow for the 200 and then prelim for a hundred on Friday. And then I got three events on um, Saturday. So it's based out the prelims, but, um, yeah, every day, every every round, you got to run like um, like it's the last. So just go out, go out and grind and do my best. That's my that's my goal for the weekend. Be the best, the best me that I can be.
1: And you must be in form uh, with with the meet you had at Georgia Tech recently. You must be feeling good about where you're at.
2: Yeah, I am feeling good. I, I executed that race really well, and it uh, it really showed me if I just go out confident and uh, run my race. And trust just what my coach told me. We went over that race plan for like twenty minutes, um, a couple hours before the race. So just trust my coach and, and listen and great things will happen.
1: That's uh four by four hundred meter relay team, uh number three in the country with one of the times you've laid down. You feeling good about mm-hmm. your chances there?
2: Yeah, we are feeling good. We ran a great time, uh, I think with Florida Relays, um we had one of our legs as uh, his opener, so we're expecting way better from him and then we got um another one of our legs um split pretty well but we know he, he can have a he has a lot more to give than elijah and i um we're we're competitors so we're always looking for more
1: so has it been fun the family's nearby right you got your brother at tech you got your parents nearby are they they're going to be there cheering you on yeah, my
2: um, my brother's on vacation right now. He just finished school, and then my parents will be here. They come to pretty much every meet. But yeah, they're they're all up in um, in Georgia now in Sandy Springs, close to us.
1: Do, do you wish you had a dollar for every time somebody asks you if Kirby had tried to get you out for the football <laughs> team?
2: Yeah, that'd be nice. I have a lot a lot more money in my pocket.
1: Matthew, we're wishing you the best, man. We've been talking about you here on 680 The Fan in Atlanta, and uh, we'll be cheering you on the next couple of days. Best of luck out there.
2: Thank you. Appreciate it. Have a good one.
1: One of the fastest men in the world today, and we'll be tracking him at the SEC Track and Field Championships getting underway today at Ole Miss. Out in Oxford. Hey, have I told you that uh, you can stay connected to all the latest news, your favorite fan shows on the Fan App? This is driven by Beaver Toyota, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Visit beavertoyotaofcoming.com and see what Wow really means. Stay connected to all your favorite fan shows through your favorite smart speaker, and that's brought to you by the mortgage professionals, at South Point Financial Services can visit them, as I've told you earlier, at spfs.com. Also, the 10 o'clock hour on 680 The Fan is presented by the Haug-Baron Law Group, your champions of personal injury law. If you need to win your personal injury case, go to championshiplaw.com. Coming back on the other side with my SEC top five running backs. Stay tuned for that. We are live in the Battery Atlanta from 680 The Fan Studios, the Buck Blue Show, here on The Fan, 680
2: and 93.7. Try to see things my way. Do I have to keep on talking
1: till I can go on? It's the Buck Blue Show, here on The Fan. My- Spring is here,
0: and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats.
4: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
1: Monday through Friday, 10 to 11, we appreciate you very much. DT, we get somebody in the house, see that Braves game Saturday. Oh, yeah, we got Al all hooked up. He's going to be there Saturday afternoon. True spark. Was he stoked? He was. He was excited. Yes. All right. Yeah. He was jacked, man. Yeah, man. You got to love it. Hopefully the Braves going to continue to uh, put him in the win column. And I'm looking forward to put one in the win column in our 21st annual Georgia's Own Credit Union Fan Classic presented by the PGA Tour Superstore coming up at Lanier Island's Legacy Golf Course. This will benefit Children's Health Care of Atlanta on Thursday, June the 9th, and Friday, June the 10th, now sold out. Not sure you can get in right now. But Team Baloo is busy preparing, and we want to thank a couple of the sponsors, Brown and Company Jewelers, our friend Bruce Hagan and Georgia Power for backing us up with a big golf tournament coming up here uh, very soon, man. Got to get that, that putter hot as we go into the big event. Looking forward to that. Let's get to the top five. The
3: best in college football and the NFL. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one. It's time for Buck Baloo's top five.
1: All right, I was talking about Bulldog running back Kendall Milton at the top of the show. He's got an opportunity to be the featured running back in this Bulldog offense that really likes to pound the football. Where does he fit as far as the SEC running backs go? I've got my top five today. Let's start at the top, Nerdy. Number one, numero uno former georgia tech running back now at alabama jameer gibbs dynamic skill set excellent runner both inside and outside and one of the best catching receiving running backs you're going to see in college football this year this young man's dangerous the highlight reel is going to be impressive jameer gibbs number one Nernie, why that look on your face
2: and, hey, listen, I'm happy. I'm pulling for the guy, man. I do wonder. I wonder because he was really a big threat in the uh, kick return game, too. But with the amount of athletes they have over there, I don't know. I, mean, I wouldn't risk putting him back there, but it's it's another uh, weapon
1: you have. Yeah, I think he'll be the best running back in the SEC this year. Roll, tide, roll, right? All right, number two, staying in the state of Alabama, I've got Auburn's Tank Bigsby. Number two on the Buck show list, Harson that Bigsby was going to transfer. Harson begged him to stay and said, if you stay, we're gonna wear you out with touches. Touches plus stats will equal first team all SEC. Tank Bigsby checking in at number two. Number three. I'm going out to Ole Miss and going with Kiffin's new running back, Zach Evans. Killed. He's going to fit perfectly in this Kiffin offensive scheme. He's going to have a huge season. They're going to spread you out. They're going to throw the football. They're going to go up tempo. Got a lot of good running lanes for the running back there. Zach Evans is going to have a big year. Number four. He can quit drinking and staying behind the wheel. Uh, Chris Rodriguez from Kentucky is a rugged running back playing behind a solid offensive line. Last season, averaged six yards a carry. Very impressive. Chris Rodriguez, number four. And then at number five, I've got Jabari Small out of Tennessee. 800 yards and nine touchdowns last season. Five-plus yards a carry. Looking at a 1,000-yard season this year. Good fit and what they're doing. Sure, they're going to throw the football a lot, but they're going to spread you out, and they're going to take advantage of that with a run game. Jabari Small... Steve West would tell you it's going to have a monster year. Now, Milton has an opportunity to crack the top five running backs if he stays healthy. So we'll keep an eye on that. But right now, coming into the season, I've got Jameer Gibbs, number one. Tank Bigsby, number two. Zach Evans, three. Chris Rodriguez, four. Jamari Small, five.
3: Bucks top Five on 680 The Fan. Atlanta's Sports Station.
1: And that will take us right into the final word today on the show. You may have heard, I've got a book out, Inside the Hedges. You can buy that right now at InsideTheHedges.com, but we've got multiple book signings coming up. Tomorrow night, I'll be at the UGA Bookstore in Athens prior to the graduation ceremonies. I'll be signing from 4 to 6, the Georgia Bookstore, tomorrow night. Saturday. Making the trip down to Macon. Be at the Georgia Sports Hall of Fame from 10 to 2. Looking forward to seeing the Bulldog fans down in Macon. Coming up on Saturday. And then also at Eagle Eye Bookshop in Decatur. Coming up Thursday, May the 26th. From 6 to 8, we'll have a book signing. So we'll be out and about, working on dates. In Columbus, Augusta, Valdosta, Statesboro, Savannah, Greenville. Stay tuned. We'll be announcing those in the days to come. All right, another Buck Ballou show in the books. It goes fast. Appreciate you hanging out with me. For Derek Thomas, Road Dogg Gillespie, Sean Nerney, Ballou, hoping the Ballou show. Hoping you have a great rest of your Thursday, everybody. Thank you,
0: Buck.
4: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
3: The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1, smoked high in the air